Hello and welcome yet again to the Cinema Dump uh, for part two of our review of the year. And I am joined yet again by... Will Tristram, I had to come back and finish finish this. Yes. Finish it. And seeing as you were already here... <laughs> You're breaking the illusion. Oh, yes. Okay, fair enough. Yes, you travelled all this way again. Fourth wall's down, man. Yes. Well, let's not faff around. Let's crack on. Uh, where, what month did July. we get up to last time? We're July. July. Um, again, I have to admit... Listeners, I this is where my film watching kind of drops off, so I'm, I might not have as much input. I have seen a few things, but anyway, yeah, first half of the year very good for me. Second half not so good. Well, uh, shall we start off with the Amazing Spider-Man? Let's. What did you think of the Amazing Spider-Man? Enjoyed it again. I enjoyed it. Too. I it was. I did f- say to myself, "Why are we having mm. another Spider-Man so soon?" Yeah, yeah, so soon. But then I thought, well, okay, I didn't really like Spider-Man three that yeah. much, and they, and I really enjoyed Spider-Man and Spider-Man two, mm. but they get just tailed off slightly with the third one. But then I thought, well, of course I'm going to watch it. It's yeah. it's going to look wicked. Um, the more I watch, is it Andrew Garfield? Yeah, the, the, the more I like him. He's great. Um, what I enjoyed about the Amazing Spider-Man is. It felt a bit more real. The mm. scenes between um, Peter Parker and what's her face, Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Mm. There's this lovely scene in the hallway where he's trying to ask her out, and she's waiting. Oh, and the book being really awkward. Yeah, yeah, I just thought that is just that is just wonderful. It just felt. Isn't that natural. the scene? It, th- isn't that right after Uncle Ben's just been there? Yeah, Uncle Ben's yeah. in. He said, "Oh, I'm, I'm his, his parole yeah, officer." Yeah, I'm his officer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Again, it's great, great cast. Sally yeah. Field and Martin Sheen as. Yeah, I was a little bit put off by the way Sally Shield looks a lot younger than the traditional Aunt May. Mm. Um, but she was she was really yeah. really good. And and Martin Sheen is Uncle Ben. That's yeah. spot on casting that brilliant because, and they nailed Uncle Ben's character as well a lot more. He, he's so in the original films, he was so very sort of sugar coated goody goody. Yeah. It was it was it was a little bit too. I don't want to say cars, I don't want to say too comic book. Yeah, because it is a comic book yeah. film. But it was Mr. Yeah. Morals, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Whereas in this, he he has a bit more. It's like a dad, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He, and with a bit of a wicked sense of yeah. humour. He loses well. his temper with him at a couple of points, doesn't he? Shouts mm-hmm. at him, tells him off, yeah. um, says things he regrets. That you know, I think the killing of Uncle Ben in this version was handled a lot better as well. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of things were handled a lot better. Um. For, for me, um, the main sticking point was uh, the uh, special effects. The CG was really good in this film, mm-hmm. especially compared to the original. It looks terrible. Watch the first Spider-Man now; it looks like a bloody. Well, cardboard, yeah, we're cardboard always going to get that with the CG, aren't we? Though, you do, but it, it does get enough. We, 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 the, the amount of steps we're making, yeah, it's fifty-fifty. It's mm. like this looks wicky, but at yeah. the same time, you when you start to think, and get, I get a little bit sad about the idea of mm. model making being lost. Yes, again, being a big Star Trek yes. fan, yeah. Um, Practical and, effects, you know, see how animatronics, things like that. Yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah, th- this film for me, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. It was, <clears throat> I wouldn't say it was amazing. Ha ha ha! See what I did there? Nice That's quite clever, that wasn't it? Yes. Oh, kill me now. <laughs> um, no, um, but I, I liked it better than the originals, the Sam Raimi films. Okay. I, I liked it. everything about it was just one up I thought the acting was better the casting was better the story mm. was better I like the fact that he makes his own webs rather than it well that's from the comic books coming out yeah, yeah. so it, um, it, it stays truer the entire it. point is to show him that he's pretty much a scientific genius mm-hmm. all round everything you know mechanical genius for a lot um, that was interesting I didn't mind the little things that changed I didn't mind the fact that they put Norman o- uh, not Norman Osborne um, oh god the lizard's character I can't remember his name now Doctor played play by Reese fan, Reese fans, fans. Yeah. Doctor. I'll get it in a second. Here we He's go. Doctor Lizard Man. Doctor Connors. L- Connors. Yes, yes. Doctor Connors. I didn't mind the fact that they put his character, the change his backstory slightly, so he's working at Oscorp rather mm. than being. A, I think he's a teacher at school in the comics. Well, because he was in the original films, but they didn't is, do yeah. anything with him at all. It's just there's a guy with one arm. Yeah. It's got to be Connors. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so I didn't mind all those little changes they did because it's setting things up mm-hmm. for future. Did you watch the post-credit sequence? of Risa fans in prison yes yeah, yeah, yeah people yeah. are all talking about who that is because most people were saying uh, there were some lightning strikes and he, the guy peers out the shadows and then when the lightning strikes again the guy disappears so people were like is it Electro like because he was lined up to be the villain the next one now that sort of makes sense <clears throat> apart from the fact that Jamie Foxx has just been cast as Electro all right. and that is blatantly not a black dude and it's blatantly not Jamie Foxx so there we go well, I mean yeah I mean it could still be Electro though because we, we have a black Nick Fury now and Samuel kicked ass 
So that's wh- true, but the black electro. Oh, he can have a black electro, yeah. but if it is him at the end of this, at the end of the first film, where it's blatantly like a, a white dude at the end of the first film, and then the same director's coming back with the same cast to do the second film, it. It's, who who could it be then? Who would it be? I don't know. Some people say him a Norman, uh, Norman Osborn, but he's because he, he, you'd never see his face during the film. Yeah. But that because he acts, Connor's acting like he knows him. But throughout the entire film, they're saying that Osborn's close to death. Yeah, he's about to die. So I don't know. It could be anyone. I don't even think That's they know who it is. So to summarise, we liked that one, did we? We liked. I did. Him. I look did, forward yes. to the next one. I am. I will watch it. Yes, yes. definitely. Good. 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 Definitely. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, just before we get to the big one from the uh, month of July, I just got to skim over a couple of other ones. Um, I saw doing my research that uh, a Quater Mass in the Pit was re-released at the cinema. Now you you I haven't, have, didn't know of this film? No, no, no. Well, Quater Mass in the Pit was um, a Hammer horror film made in I think it was the sixties. Um, <laughs> you've been sick there, Will? Sorry, I just puked my throat. <laughs> yeah, um, and um, it is one of my favourite Hammer horror films. It is brilliant. Um, it's got some of the worst special effects you'll ever see, but if you can look over them story wise and, and uh, performance wise it's great the setup, everything just, just brilliant basically it's sort of a Prometheus sort of deal for those that don't know spoiler coming up it is a it's a follow on from a um, another Quatermass film that was made a lot earlier than this and I do believe they made a TV show of it as well Quatermass Experiment um, was the first film and <clears throat> he is a scientist a sort of um he deals in space and interstellar travel and all sorts of stuff. It gets roped in when the uh, they are digging a new um, London Underground station and they find this object, this huge object, in the, just there buried. The military get called in, they don't know what it is. <clears throat> the story unfolds and it turns out it was a civilization that, sort of like Prometheus before us, they they look like weird crickets giant crickets and they were on the moon and it's all got to do with where we came from and okay. they they wanted to control us but they got wiped out something happened on their planet they were, they were all killed it, and it's just brilliant it's a brilliant brilliant film I've explained it terribly there and that probably won't even make sense <laughs> to anyone who, who's seen the film but I got giant crickets and giant crickets that's all you need to know um, but it's brilliant um, and I'm really really disappointed that I didn't know this had been re-released because I absolutely love the film if you haven't seen it and you like Hammer horror films, or it's not even really well, actually, it is. It's sort of a sci-fi horror film. Mm-hmm. It's got some scary bits going on. I mean, it, it's just cracking. It's just cracking. I said I'd skim over it, but I've just ranted like a geek about that and made no sense. Um, yeah, the other uh, thing that was released this month, which follows, um, which we'll follow up on in uh, the next coming uh, months. I think when is it? Let's have a look. Uh, September, I want to say August. August, yeah, August, the month after, yeah. Um, well, in the month of July, we had uh, the original Total Recall was shown at the cinemas again. Didn't even know that was getting shown at the cinemas. I, 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 I love the original Total Recall again. Nothing like the book, but who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's again the effects are a bit crappy. Um, oh, but it, it still scares just, the shit out of yeah. me. The eyeballs. Just love the storyline. <laughs> the eyeballs on stalks. Aston Mars. Yeah, brilliant. It's so quotable. So it's so many good set pieces. Mm. It's just a Paul Verhoeven sort of. That was his period, wasn't it? In your RoboCop Total Recall. Yeah, he just made. Th- those films are just uh, only a crazy Dutch man could make films like that. <laughs> um, but Total Recall is just I could ju- I could watch it whenever it's on television. It's one of those films that I'm, I make a point if I see it on, it's on I'm like right, I'm gonna watch that, mm. watch it because it's just it's great. Well, I mean, there's there, nothing else to say about it. There was one again, one thing that sticks in my head since I was a kid and I saw it was it's a little throwaway scene when it when he comes into when he goes to Recall. Mm. And you've got the secretary there, and she's just changing the colour of her nails. Oh, like, like a, a little digital pen, pen thing, yeah. Like, futuristic! That's, that's it's really little tiny things like yeah, that, which I really things. enjoy. But it doesn't really look like the future, does it, that film? It's a no, bit. No. It's that sort of late 80s, early 90s sort of. Yeah. Was it. Well, yeah, was it? I want to say about early 90s. I want to say about 89. Maybe. Hmm. Uh, I remember Johnny Cab scaring me. Hi, I'm oh, Johnny yeah. Cab. Yeah. And Robert Picardo. Have a nice day. Robert <laughs> Picardo for all you Star Trek geeks Is out there. Yeah. The, the guy we were talking about the earlier from Voyager oh right. yeah. it looks a little bit like him yeah, actually yeah it does yeah. oh yeah I didn't like that either and um, Quato obviously open your oh, mind oh god oh yeah Quay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but with his fucking weepy eyes yeah like a looked a little bit like Winston Churchill <laughs> he did <laughs> he did look a little bit oh you've ruined Total Recall Sorry. for me now we were right on that note on the red planet <laughs> anyway what yeah, else, what else well, is there? the big one this month was Dark Knight Rises this was the I saw this in the cinema yeah after a, a friend of mine stag do it was a good way to end a couple of days yep. we all 
went to the cinema the next morning hanging the wrong way sat in the dark for a few <laughs> hours and then all drove back to Leeds um, I yes it had its problems but yep. I very much enjoyed it I, I, I mean I do like Christian Bale I like Tom Hardy as well I think he's very I good I love Tom Hardy I couldn't fucking understand a word Bane was saying I most of the time I, I, could, I had no problems with this uh, maybe it's just me then Maybe. I think it has a lot to do with the cinemas because I saw it in the IMAX where the audio is unbelievably good and unbelievably mm. crystal clear. I had no problems with understanding what he said because I know a lot of people levelled at it and it just. I don't yeah, know. I mean, again, I think maybe it has something to do with the hangover. Perhaps <laughs> maybe um, the fact that all you can hear is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. It, uh, it wasn't. It. I think it's the weakest. I don't want to say weakest. It's it's the least good out of the three. I think so. Uh, my humble opinion. N- I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. For the simple reason that I really enjoy the Christopher Nolan Batmans. Mm. But I don't rate them as highly as most people do. I don't think that these unbelievable cinematic works like a lot of people do. I just. I mean, it, I still think that Michael Keaton is. The Michael Keaton's Batman, Batman for me. So. I hate Bale as Batman. I think he's, he's, I don't understand how people don't bust out laughing when he talks in the Batman voice it's so forced so fake it just doesn't feel very natural to him at all whereas Keaton went the other way Keaton basically rather than just being gravelly he just spoke quietly and softly well it was also so, it was also to do with his Bruce Wayne as well because his Bruce R- R- Wayne was very laissez-faire yeah um, whereas Bale's Bruce Wayne seems a little bit more serious and um you can imagine him sitting in a darkened room, sort of. Oh, yeah. God, whereas, where is me? Whereas Keaton's, again, I suppose his Bruce Wayne is like a compensation mm. character for for his fucked up past, yeah. and then all his demons come out when he's Batman. But yeah. he turns his demons on yeah. on on the wicked and evil, the evil doers. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so I think that's when when he started doing the kind of I'm Batman voice yeah. and went very kind of serious. Mm. There was enough enough split there between mm. Wayne and. Yeah, definitely. I love Keaton. Keaton's um, Batman. I think we should um, readdress this. We should do a Batman special. I think. Yeah, think maybe. So. Yeah, I think we should. We yeah. should look at the old Batman films, the sixties Batman film, right up to the Nolans. I think we should do that at some point. What do you think? Uh, yeah, we'll do yeah. that. We'll do that because yeah. I think we'll have a lot to say about Batman and Robin. God, yeah, you are sending me to the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, yes. Actually, well, I might not be on that show because it means I have to watch Batman and Robin again. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. The, I enjoyed the Dark Knight Rises as well. Yeah, uh, I, I was very surprised he was able to to come back from a broken back, though. Well, in the comics, he doesn't for a very long time. Yeah, because that like, exact same thing happens in the comic. He said, uh, uh, "You know the line." Um, I was wondering which one I could break first: uh, your spirit or your body. And mm. he snaps his back. It's a very similar line, if I remember correctly, in the comics. Um, but Ben's backstory was changed quite a lot, actually. Mm. Um, didn't bother me. I thought Bane was. I thought they, they did Bane really, really well. Um, Personally, I was never so invested in Batman that I've ever really had a problem with any of the no any no. of the films straying. Well, he's my favourite superhero. If you can call him a superhero, well, he's not a super though. Is no, he? he's that's, not just a hero. He is. That's the kind of thing. It's the difference between Batman and Superman. Superman mm. was always just too, a little bit too super for his own good. Yeah, it's only like if one piece of like Kryptonite. random rock yeah. falls onto the earth, yeah. he's in trouble. Whereas yeah. Batman. Fuck, he can, you know, anything can happen to him. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. So, we, we thought it was alright. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I like to just... Not wasn't the greatest, but not, yeah. I, 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 got, I got something from it. Did the know? job. I got to sit in a darkened room for two hours and go, oh, my yeah. head. Well, if I, if I get to watch a, a, a Batman film and, you know, the added bonus of getting to watch um, Gary Oldman and, well, the entire cast of the Christopher Nolan Batman films are awesome. Mm-hmm. I'd just like to address, actually, I thought Anne Hathaway was excellent as Catwoman in it as well. Yeah, she was really good. Yeah, um, nailed the character, completely nailed it. That's what Catwoman should be like. Mm. You never quite know which way she, who, she, who her sort of um, her loyalties lie with. Like like fucking cats. Like cats. anyway, like yeah, cats. I know. There's, I think there's two of them wandering around right now in my house. Fucking little skulking bastards. Yeah, they are. Aren't they? Anyway, let's move on. August. Yeah, August. Did you see anything in August? I did. I said I saw the Expendables too. Still um, haven't seen it again. It's it's m- more of the same, like the first. Um, I made the mistake of watching the Expendables, the first one again. Yeah, I watched it at the cinema. I thought that was a fun romp. Yeah, you know all my old action heroes from the eighties and nineties. And I watched it again on DVD and thought this script-wise, it's just it's terrible, fucking awful. And the second one, more of the same. Um, yeah. Though, is that it, a bad thing? <laughs> no, again, but just don't watch it twice. I watched it once and thought, that will do me. 
I like the the adage of Van Damme, and there's a wonderful scene in it where um, I, I, I. Sorry, before you continue, isn't yeah. Chuck Norris in it as well? Chuck Norris. Yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> random. He just turns up. He looked. Yeah. Chuck Norris, I suppose, living up to this now wonderful hype of yeah. you know Chuck Norris is so hard. Yeah. Then you know yada yada. Yeah, yada. under Chuck Norris's beard, there is no chin, just another fist. Yeah, yeah, that's that kind of yeah. thing. So he literally just turns up, kicks ass, mm, fucks off, says some really stilted lines because yeah. Chuck Norris isn't a great actor. No, he's not. He's terrible. Um, but there's a great scene at the beginning where I think Van Damme's Van Damme and all his cronies, because Van Damme's a bad guy, right? And all his cronies have oh, captured, is he? yeah, oh. captured yeah. one of the uh, the Expendables. Yeah, young 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 boys, young fellas. Yeah, and. He's very much kind of, now nah, you must all bow to me. So he basically has Stallone and the rest of them just kneeling down and bowing. Yeah. I like to think that when he got the phone call, he's like, yeah, I'll do it, but you must all bow to me. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> and, uh, maybe you will do it. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, he had this wonderful scene. I like Van Damme as a person. I've Have seen you lo- seen JCVD? No. I really enjoyed um, it. I've heard it's worth checking out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I saw the documentary, I think it was on ITV2 or something last year. It was. It, they did like a reality show where they followed Van Damme for a couple uh, of months. Yeah, he's proper into his animals to the point where he gets all misty-eyed yeah. over because he like rescues lots of animals. Yeah, he, he, he seemed like an interesting and really nice guy. Um, um, he was meant to be in the Expendables 1, apparently, but they were trying to get Seagal as well, and Van Damme and like Seagal each hate other. each other. Yeah. And it, it pretty much got to a stalemate where one was saying, I'm not doing it if the other one is, and the other one saying, well, I'm not doing it if the other one is, so they couldn't get either. I mean, again, uh, in JCVD, there's there's a wonderful scene in the taxi where he's talking to his agent on the phone at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, Jean-Claude, we, 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 can't, we, we can't give you this film because Steven said he'd, he'd cut his ponytail off for it. And Jeff Van Damme's like, fucking Steven Singer. <laughs> fucking Stella <laughs> Dunkel. So um, there's... Yeah, but again, check out JCBT, but better than Expendables too. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good yeah. recommendation there for you. Okay, um, what else did we have in this month? Did you see anything else? No, I really wanted to see Ted, though. Still haven't seen Ted. I saw it recently. It was all right. Yeah. Giggled me way through it. That's, that's um, all I really want is yeah, like there's some good bits of Randy Teddy Bear. The, the bit that blew my mind is, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy who plays Flash Gordon is in it. Uh, w- uh, which which the Flash eighties Flash Gordon really yeah he's in it and basically Mark Wahlberg and Ted both love the original film right and they go partying with him <laughs> and he has some of the biggest laughs in it, it, it like they're doing coke with Flash Gordon is it but is he just playing one of those wonderful celebrity bellends no is he's he? not so much a bellend he's just like a complete party animal he's right, playing okay. himself he's just a complete party animal um that was one of the funniest moments in it, to the point where at the end, Ted and the guy who played Flash Gordon even do the Flash Gordon jump into the air freeze frame <laughs> the camera, which is awesome. Um, but there's some really funny bits in it, yeah. but it's kind of obvious what's going to happen. It's good, though. There's some very okay. funny bits in well, it. Well, the thing is, I like the premise that, mm. again, if things in real life mm. happen like they do in the movies, like kids' teddy bears come yeah. alive, and that's what I hate about them. As, as soon as a kid gets to a certain age, a teddy bear... He's like, my work here is done. Yeah, yeah. I'll go back to being an anime. Yeah. But what if it wasn't? Yeah. What if the teddy bear's like, I'm fucking alive now? Yeah, yeah. Deal, deal yeah. with it. Well, he, he, yeah, he wishes that, that his teddy bear would be alive at Christmas, and he mm-hmm. does come alive. And they're like, you get a little montage of him, and he's got a sort of like, because he's it's one of those squeezy toys, when you squeeze mm-hmm. him, he's like, I love you, and he has that voice. Yeah. And you get a montage of them, like, you know, playing when they, as kids and grew up together, but then it cuts to them as, as adults, and yeah. like, Sit around doing bongs in the flat, and I'll so, I'm so going to watch it. Yeah, give it a go. I, I just like Seth MacFarlane stuff. Yeah, it's so. it's nowhere near close to the bone. There's a lot of stuff in like Family Guy and things like that. Is it? I thought it was going to be a lot more risky. Don't get me wrong, there is some things in there, mm-hmm. but nowhere near as much as I thought it would. And I saw the um, like the you know the extreme version, and yeah, it's good. Give it cool. a go. Give yeah. It go. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, quickly just mention a couple of others from this month as well. Uh, well, Total Recall remake came out, and neither of us seen it yet, have we? No. Or I have not heard good things. Um, I mean. I like di- Jack and Jill, so I think I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, it was di- well, it was directed by uh, Len Wiseman. Who what else has Len done? He did the Underworld films. <sighs> yeah, I, I watched. I watched the most recent Underworld recently, and that wasn't that wasn't great. Uh, but I, I enjoyed the first one. Mm. Um, but the thing is, I've never been that into vampires, but I quite liked uh, werewolves. Yeah, I just don't like Len so. Wiseman's films. Uh, the only thing he's got going for him is he's married to Kate Beckinsale. So you know, Ooh. lucky man. Mm. Um. Yeah, by all accounts, I've not I've not heard good things about Total Recall. I've heard that it doesn't know whether it wants to try and go out on its own, be based on the book, or sort of be a remake of the original. Because I remember 
reading some interviews, I think it was with the director saying, oh yeah, well we're going to try and base it more on the book because they don't go to Mars in it, because he, he doesn't in the book he doesn't oh, go yeah. to Mars, it's all set on Earth all of this sort of thing, basically same story the, I think the short story's called we, We'll Remember It For You Wholesale, I think it's called Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, but if you're trying to make a film this is what caught me, if you're trying to make a film that goes out on its own and tr- sort of ignores the uh, Arnie version and is based on the book then why within the first like half of the film have him encounter a prostitute on the scr- street with three tits as a nod to the original film, why Why do that if you're trying to that's what I don't get, and, and well, apparently it just completely comes out of nowhere as well but why call it Total Recall then? You exactly, yeah. Why call it Total Recall? Why not call it something with, else? We will, you know, some yeah. wholesale memories. Yeah, yeah. Remember it for your wholesale. There yeah. you go. As a nice title. I'm trying to do well, it. Again, they, 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 it's all about money, isn't it? It's all about money. Cashing on the name. Pe- yeah, people know that. People yeah. like being reminded of things that make them happy. Well, it, it, so. yeah, but it's, it, you know, it's, it's went the other way as well, hasn't it? I mean, uh, we can't we can't level it entirely at the remake because the the studio, I don't know if it's the same studio who made the original, are obviously cashing in because they re-released it the month before True. and released it on Blu-ray around about the same time so yeah. you know they're both it's all about money whores a lot of them <laughs> whores um, a couple of other things I want to mention in uh, August very quickly um, Brave the Pixar film fucking loved it you haven't seen it have you I haven't but I mean I just Pixar can, can't really do any wrong no they That's can't the thing. Now, did, they did Up did they or was that Dreamworks yes they did do Up Up was Fucking brilliant! Managed managed to do more in the first ten minutes of that yeah. film than most films. God, do I watched it with half. three girls and they were beefing their eyes. Unbelievable that the opening scene, minutes, isn't it? It's, yeah. The opening scene in Up, it just doesn't do it in a very cheap way at all. For those that don't know, it basically shows a very, like a montage of the, uh, the the main character and his and his then to be uh, you know soon to be wife. Basically, them as children, fall, they're falling in love and their lives together, mm-hmm. and it pretty much ends. The last shot you see in the montage is the main character sat in a funeral parlour on his own, and it doesn't. There's no dialogue. It doesn't need to say anything, does it? Mm. It just you know exactly what. Well, she has a heart attack while walking, doesn't she? Yeah. Uh, with him, you just see it in silhouette on the hill. You know, yeah, he's yeah. Striding up, and she just stops. and yeah. Drops, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, and and uh, heartbreak on that that scene. Mm. Um, amazing. It just goes to show how, how you know the the strengths of Pixar, how good they are. Mm. Um, but more importantly, Brave. Uh, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a solid film. As usual, Pixar great characters, great cast. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's set in Scotland, so you've got your you've got your fair oh, the, amount well, the of accents. Like, oh well, um, all Scottish actors. Are they good? Um, good. Is it? Oh, what she called? She was in Train Spotting. The, the schoolgirl. Yes. One? Right. Okay. She's in Boardwalk Empire. Why have I forgotten her name? Something McDonald. I'm sure it is. Is it Amy McDonald? Ooh, I'm gonna get in trouble if I don't remember this. Uh, anyway. She plays the main character. Um, Billy Connolly plays her dad. Wicked. Um, you've got uh, Robbie Coltrane's in there. Nice. Um, who else is in there? Um, what about Dougray Scott? He's Scottish. No, Dougray Scott isn't in there. Or what about... Uh, I'll tell you who is This is Scotland. What's his name? Uh, Jared Butler. No. Jared Butler. I'll tell you who is in there, though. Um, oh, gee, I told you I was terrible with names. Um, Give me a film, I might be able to drag him out. Dog Soldiers. Me. Sean Pertwee? No, <laughs> Scottish. The guy who survives, Dog Soldiers. Fuck he's in Trainspotting as well. Uh, is he one of the main four? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Lee Miller? No. <laughs> oh, w- w- was he in Pred- Alien vs. Predator? Was he the... He's like, know. I'm taking these pictures for my kids. I haven't, so, se- I haven't uh, seen it. I'm so dead. I really am so dead. Oh, no. No, not him. Uh, well, not you, McGregor, then. No? That's You're just rubbish, Robert aren't Carlyle? you? Nah. Johnny Lee Miller, Robert Carlyle... <laughs> Hugh McGregor and the other guys whose name I can't remember the guy who dies sick boy That's not not sick boy the guy who dies is um, god we're terrible we're meant to be a, a movie podcast and we can't remember actors uh, names I was, yeah I have a bit of trouble with you that you saw his face you'd recognise him straight away and you'd slap yourself in the balls for being so silly is he kind of does he have quite a large nose I suppose so yeah Spending Fuck, way too I much time remembering this dude's name. What do we have next? So Brave is good. I'll put that on my. Yes. Uh, I'll put that on my Definitely, list. Definitely, yes. And, and uh, it does. It. it ticks all of the Pixar boxes for me. Okay. It does um, everything that um, a Pixar film should. Good. It leaves you feeling good at the end of it, and it's so nice to I see. Want. It's nice to see a film. See, Pixar, I thought, obviously, are quite good at this. Of setting the films in interesting locales. Yeah. So I mean, like. It, uh, most of like Finding Nemo set in Australia. Uh, this is all in Scotland. So the, the, you know the the you know it's quite interesting to see it somewhere that isn't the US. 
right. Um, okay. But they always seem like a really interesting bunch of guys. Any old Pixar, they seem like. Have you seen kids. their offices? Yes, they get on scooters, don't they? Yeah, and they have like a kind of a breakfast bars with all like cereals and sweets and shit all in there. Yeah, and I've seen one of the guys has got like a in his office is a little hatch in his wall, leading secret room, secret yeah. room. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, they, it they have a I know every year they have a giant um, paper airplane contest in Worth Pixar it. because they have a massive like balcony overlooking the foyer. They're living the dream, aren't they? Well, they truly are doing something that you love. And well, it's working yeah. because they, what they're doing is if you're going to be making films like that. You need your working environment needs to reflect it. It can't be this mm-hmm. grey place and and go. In fact, you're going to spend lots of time there on the yeah, same exactly. projects as well. Yeah. So. Cool. We love Pixar. Who doesn't? We, if you don't, Freaks. you're not human. You're not human. Where else right. Well, we? the other thing that I quickly want to mention that I haven't seen but I've heard is one of the worst things ever made. Keith Lemon the film. Now I don't know. I mean, because I I have a soft spot for Lay Francis, not just because he's from Leeds, yeah. but. The fact that I, I I did quite like his 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 bow selector, and mm. movie, especially like his Mel B characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mel um, B's brilliant. Was, was genius. Um, never really got onto Keith Lemon. I know a lot of people like his um, bit celebrity juice. Bit hit and miss for me. Um, never seen it. Just never really really appealed to me. Um, but I I can't see myself seeing the film because I don't know how they would. Apparently, the film is fucking terrible. It's a, it, it's from what I've been told, it's just lowest common denominator. It's it's one of those horrible. British made comedy films like Ali G and Fat Slags and just Donkey Punch yeah it's just ugh, it's giving me a bad taste yeah. in my mouth now well, just, let's, just let's move on the wasted that, money and the wasted resources and the wasted undoubtedly talented people being involved in it mm. just make it it will shit. sell that people see it because a film wouldn't have got made if Celebrity Juice wasn't um, wasn't popular. No, and I mean I don't know anybody who really likes celebrity juice. Actually, no, well, I know a couple it's of got people. a lot of viewing figures and it wins a lot of awards. But the unfortunate thing is, just because people go and see one thing on television doesn't mean they're going to fork out ten quid to go and see something similar in a cinema. It's, oh, I don't know. I reckon they will because I think well, a lot of them are retarded. That was in August. It didn't do very well. well my, my, my <laughs> I think my the reviews reflected that as well. Anyway, let's move on. September September um, one film which I haven't yet seen which I have got craving to see as a looper yeah me too still haven't um, seen that either I've just heard fucking awesome things Joseph Gordon Levitt yeah. is I love him I've loved him ever since I saw him in Third Rock from the Sun yeah um, <clears throat> and he just gets better and better he was in Batman of course he was yes um, and he's just great just very watchable um, I love his freaky uh, face mask that he wears to look a bit more like his Bruce Willis Bruce nose Willis, and yeah. he sort of like uh, they changed the, his eyebrows slightly to make his eyes look slightly yeah. sunken so I just think it's a really good premise as well. I'm, right? I'm always down with interest and, um, and it's new sci-fi. it's something new yeah. I feel yeah. so yeah definitely want to see Looper good yeah well we can't really say much more because we haven't no. seen it but um, I've had it recommended to me you kicking the microphone there Will I am I've already got, I got a Looper leg twitch there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes so uh, yeah I want to check that out too that sounds like a well, I've been told it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I haven't heard anybody who said it's shit. Yeah. Um, <coughs> okay. Uh, what else came out in September, Will? Um, I've only ever seen the first of these, this franchise, the Resident Evil franchise. Oh, Resident God. Evil Retribution. Oh. Uh, I thought it was shit. Uh, never played the games. Fuck it. Games are not as good as people okay. make them out to be. Heavily flawed games, great premise. Films, fucking terrible. Saw the first Resident Evil and couldn't believe how unbelievably shit it was. Mm. I don't, I don't understand what they did with it because it's nothing like the games, nothing at all like the games. But unfortunately, what seems to have happened is the sort of crapness of these, the crapness of sort of setting and storyline of the films seems to have influenced the later games. Oh no! Like the first one's set in a mansion house and it's creepy and there's slow moving zombies. And then uh, I just watched the first film. But then again, I didn't expect much from Paul W S Anderson to be honest, because he what's has been he like his big hits? Movie Paul like. W S Anderson. Yeah. Well, the first film that I saw that he did was Event Horizon, which I actually liked. Yeah. Very flawed. Some crap moments in it, but it's got some really spooky moments in it, and mm-hmm. it's a great set and it's a great idea as well. Good. That's alright for a first film. I think it was his first film. Then he did. Um, what did he do after that? Mortal Kombat. He did Mortal Kombat. Ooh. Okay, moving on from Mortal Kombat. The Resident Evil films. And he recently did The Three Musketeers. Yeah. I, yeah. No, and he I, did some other shit as well, which I can't remember. You'd never onto a winner with computer game films. I have yet to see. 
one which I thought that is good. Mm. I saw Prince of Persia, which I thought was passable. Prince of Persia uh, is probably one of the better ones. Here. Yeah, but it's it's always going to be a poison chalice, I think. Because uh, uh, I hear that they're making the Assassin Creed. I've never played Assassin's Creed. The Arts, Creed. Um, what do you call them playing it? Uh, ba, 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 ba. X-Men, First Class, Magneto. Oh, Fassbender. Fassbender is, is playing the main character, so they've got a heavyweight on board to play the main guy in okay, that. Good. Well, I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal did, did a good job is, is, in Prince of Persia. I he thought did. his accent was, was good. Yes. And um, had Ben Kingsley, again, having lots of Coming fun up. the bad guy. Yeah, um, yeah we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I think it's, I've never played Assassin's Creed, so I might... I might quite enjoy it going in there with no expectations yes that's probably, probably your best bet to be um, honest probably your best bet I'm not bet. a computer game troll and I won't yeah. be on the internet going this was shit this yeah. and the oh, other oh caught it oh. Uh, well yeah okay well um, I stayed well away from that Resident Evil film because I've seen the first two unfortunately and like I said hated them I, I actually know someone um, someone you also know I won't mention my name who went to a um, film sort of pressing the flesh sort of event I think it was in London I was talking to some producers for some films and he, he, this friend of mine hates Paul W.S. Anderson's films and uh, oh yeah I'd just like to say as well Paul W.S. Anderson also it goes on my hate list because he's married to Mila Jovic Multipass? Multipass Do we have a multipass? Yeah, big bad album <laughs> uh, um, and he's from Newcastle how did he do that? Geordies wow. aren't allowed to do that Anyway, uh, yes, a friend of mine was at uh, an event uh, meeting some producers, and a producer actually said to him, "Oh, Paul W. S. Anderson is the future of British horror." Apparently, he had to like grind his teeth and stop his veins from exploding in his head and stop the crushing flesh. Yes, it's <laughs> just uh, he's not a very good director when he gets given. He's, he's got that Uwe Ball thing going on, who also makes oh crap God, video yeah. game adaptations. In the name of the king. But they all seem to m- they, they make enough money. But I know Uwe Ball has a thing where it's got to do with. Investments and tax returns because he's right. German, something weird like that, and it basically means even if the film makes a loss, the investors still make money. Right. So those same investors will keep giving him money every film he makes, even though they're all going to flop. Wow. Because they still make their money back. It's just it, it's mind-boggling, isn't it? Life is unfair. And don't and don't disagree with Uwe Ball because he'll challenge it to a boxing match. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, just search Uwe Ball boxing match. Is he a good boxer? Do you, do you not know what happened? Basically, loads of critics were saying he was like the modern-day Edward, which he essentially is. He's fucking terrible. And um, he was an amateur boxer in his youth. So he challenged, like, I think it was seven of his um, these film critics to a boxing match with him. And they came and boxed with him. But he used to be an amateur boxer. And he basically just kicked the shit. One, I think one of them was only 17-year-old. And he just kicked the shit out of them in the boxing ring for a little while. I just couldn't couldn't take it at all. Ah, oh, the guy sounds like it. Thing is, apparently, one, there's a film critic. I don't know who it was, but this film critic. He was like a third Dan in karate or something who actually got in contact with him and said, "Oh, I'll fight you as well." Then and Uwe Ball said, "Oh, no, no, no." He only, he only, I only fight children. Yeah, I only I'm fight sorry. people who aren't amateur boxers like myself. What a prick! Go fuck yourself, Uwe Ball. I'm gonna get angry in a second. I hate the guy. <laughs> Can't stand him. October, October, October. All I'm seeing is Uwe Ball, Uwe Ball, Uwe Ball <laughs> all over the paper now. I'm just angry. Angry. I've still missed a biggie in October, Skyfall. Again, people yeah. are creaming themselves all over the place. Saw Skyfall. Came away from Skyfall with the same sort of feeling I had when I watched Dark Knight Rises. Good. Not as good as people are making out to be. But I was very excited for Skyfall because it was directed by Sam Mendes, mm. and I really like Sam Mendes' films. Um, I mean, uh, Road to Perdition is one of my favourite films of all time. That's great. Absolutely film. love it. It's got my favourite scene of all time. That changed it. my mind about Jude, Jude Law, did that film? Yes, yeah. Um, you know the scene in the film where uh, Paul Newman. In yes. the rain, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. That's the first, the, sorry, the last screen appearance by I'm, Paul Newman. I'm glad well. it's you. Yeah, it, unbelievable. The performance by Paul Newman and Tom Hanks in that scene, especially, mm. they they don't really do a lot, but what they do do is just yeah, do do, yeah, do do. <laughs> that there, yeah, that scene was amazing. I mean, one of the things with Sam Mendes' early films, it was American Beauty, and then Road Edition was um, the cinematographer, which was uh, Conrad Hall. He died after. Road Edition, I think Road Edition was his last film. And he's a legendary cinematographer. I mean, you should look at American Beauty and Road Edition. Actually, stunningly beautiful, the way they shot. Um, so when I heard he was doing Skyfall, he'd done a couple of films between them. He'd done Jarhead and... Oh, what was the one with Kate Winslet in? I think it was Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, uh, Revolutionary Revolution Road? Road. I think that was Sam Mendes as well, yeah. Right, okay. Um, well, wasn't he married to Kate Winslet? Yes, he was. I think they just got divorced, actually. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so he worked with some other cinematographers. When he was doing Skyfall, I thought, I'd be interested to see who he uses because undoubtedly the greatest cinematographer of all time, or one of, 
it's not with us anymore. Who's he going to use? And uh, it turns out he got probably the second greatest cinematographer of all time to do Skyfall, and it shows because it looked great. It is shot like unbelievably, unbelievably good. Um, especially the third act. The third act. Spoilers. Well, it does bother me. I'm, <laughs> I'm not. Seen I'm it. not going to spoil too much for you. It's set. Enti- are you covering your ears? Yeah. It's set entirely nah, in nah, Scotland nah, and the Highlands. And it's beautiful. And then Bond dies. Cyborg? Yes. No. Yeah, great. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It was out of the new Bonds, quite easily the best. Well, Corner of Solace was shit. I really didn't like Casino Royale was brilliant. I like Casino Royale as well. But I didn't. Like Quantum of Solace, I just, I can't, it, yeah, again, it's one of those things I can't remember any of it because mm. it's just like you just went, yeah, Something yeah, about water. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't fucking know. I don't bloody care. It was Wara, stupid. How, how, okay, Paranormal, paranormal Activity Paranormal Activity 4. I put that on out. there. I haven't seen the fourth one. I put it on there because of previously mentioning my love of found footage films. Now, I haven't seen any of them. I, for what they were, I enjoyed the first and second one. Right. Third one, I thought was really well scraping the bottom of the barrel. And I just wanted to bring it up because I wanted to know what you think about why people find these paranormal activity films so fascinating, why they keep coming back to them every people year. People just like to be scared. I mean, I remember sitting in my old kitchen in an old shared house I, I lived in, and there was an old friend of mine who we used to live together, and she was on the phone to a friend of hers yeah. who was coming up to Leeds, and she goes, should we go see a, should we go see a scary film? Because I, I just haven't been terrified in ages. And that always stuck with me. I was like, because I don't like being scared. Um, I love it, but but that's the thing. It's it's this is how our, our brains work differently. You you like being scared, and I've never understood that that want and need to yeah. be terrified. Is it the idea of you? I don't know. You experience it. You get this rush, but you come out of it knowing that you're still safe and you're in a cinema. Sort it's of yes, okay, but, or, but then again, my as far as my love of horror films go, because as you well know, I love horror films, mm-hmm. but I don't make them. If you look at my uh, my film output, I don't. Made a bit of a spooky film together, didn't we, a few mm-hmm. years ago? But I really don't make. I don't like to scare people. I like to be scared. Right. Um, but if you look at my favourite sort of period in horror, it tends to be sort of thirties, forties, fifties, the early sort of Universal, and that didn't so much scare you as give you an atmosphere, and that's what I get from horror films. It's the okay. atmosphere. It's the feeling you get from it. It's not the actually being scared as much because I'm really not down with jump scares. It just doesn't really do it for me. It's a bit cheap for you, or. It can be. If it's in the right hands, it can be masterful, the way it's done. But sometimes it is very cheap. It's just a very, very quick and easy way to basically be silent for about ten minutes. Silent, 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 silent. Then you get the false jump scare, which is uh, which is from uh, the cat people did it back in the day. They did a really clever one where... Um, the, uh, there's a woman walking along the street and it's very quiet and she thinks something's following her and you can just hear her footsteps on the street and then all of a sudden she stops, she's looking around, it's very quiet and then you hear what sounds like a cat really quick go <laughs> it's a bus pulling up and the door's opening ah, clever. And just, oh god, false jumps like that and then the audience goes <laughs> relaxes a little bit and then you hit them with something else Right. that's very overdone in cinema now very very overdone uh, John Carpenter used to do it quite a bit as well but then again, he, he that was a long time ago so it was sort of a, a relatively uncommon thing back then okay. um, so jump scares don't really do it for me but the paranormal activity films do have a lot of that in there there is a lot of jump scares and there is a lot of sort of like a static shot of a room and nothing's happening but you know something is going to happen but so you don't know where it's going to happen and it, that's what it is it's, it's, waiting. It's, it's being on the edge of your seat and making you nervous that's the type I, of I don't like it. I just don't like I mean I prefer thrillers where there's like yeah. either an undercurrent of something like maybe Zodiac the uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Robert Downey Jr. one, where all the way through it's just a little bit creepy. That's a great film. Because you know it's real. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so do you, yeah. do you think you find more, you think what you're saying is you find more horror in reality than you do in... I think so. And plus, uh, more horror when my imagination is is asked to to, yeah. to to make something rather than me being shown it. Got you. Because, you know, I get that jump, yeah. but then I'll just be like... I mean, I, I was never into, like, the, the slasher porn that you saws. No, I don't want to start on them. like that. I think personally I think the first Saw film was great it was really good but unfortunately it started something which very quickly descended into lazy schlocky mm. horrible just bad taste in your mouth shit really fair enough fair enough so next next month 
Yes, next month. What do we have? Uh, November. Um, again, not a, not a good month. Well, I, I, these two films that I've got here, I just, yet again, I didn't see them but wanted to mention them because I was a little interested by them. First one is um, the final Twilight film, Breaking Dawn Part 2. Now, I can tell from your face that you couldn't give a shit less, could you? No, I've seen, I've seen the trailers. Yeah. Um, I've seen some clips and they, they just... It's not for me. It's for fourteen-year-old girls mm. who who like it when thing vampires and werewolves sparkle because they're the, the thing giant is it's not just for fourteen-year-old girls. This is a sad thing. I've been in shops and I've heard like women in their forties and fifties like talking about it. But that's the fourteen-year-old girl inside of them that, that I loves suppose it. So, so but it's not. It's not for me, and I'm just going to leave well, it where, these, where it is. These films. The reason I've got them on the list here is these films piss me off. I hate them. Really hate them. I've seen the first one and a little bit of the second one, and that was enough for me. The first one was probably one of the worst made films I've seen in recent times. Why is it so blue? Everything's blue. The colour correction in it, oh, not colour correction, the colour grading in it is... Everything's blue? It's horrible to look at. It's horribly performed. The script is terrible. I, I don't get the attraction. See, it's not it's not just it's not just me. Well, it's not just me not getting it because I can appreciate something I don't get for being well made. Mm-hmm. It's not. I, 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 there's nothing there for me to grab onto to sort of understand why people like it. I do not get it other than Robert Patterson's nice to look at, it, and 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 just like ridiculous things like the werewolves, right? Most of the time they're topless because apparently their body heat's higher. And what not, a not fucking, the fact that che- fucking yeah, or a cheap idea! It's just fucking ridiculous. And um, Kristen Stewart can't stand her. I could slap her face. She just needs to smile for a change. There's something cynical about it. It just strikes me again. I can't truly pass judgment because I haven't seen mm. them. But it just strikes me as like a kind of a big cash vacuum, yes. which is just selling sex to either old ladies or young girls. Yes. Um, and they says, "Just give us your money, and we'll just keep knocking out mm. these as long as you keep." It's also started this sort of fascination with vampires that is really starting to do my head in a little I bit. Well. No, that's the thing. I think it cashed in on on a fascination with vampires that was was already that was already yeah, there and de- rumbling up to some degree. Know? Yes, perhaps, but the the entire vampire genre has always sort of niggled me a little bit for the simple reason that of all the other sort of monster genres, be it zombies, is still very popular. But a few years ago, it was massively popular. I think it was like twenty days later that really start mm. bring that. Even though they said it wasn't a zombie film but it is yeah the zombies they're just quick moving zombies yes the rage (laughs) but at least people have tried doing different things with with um, uh, with zombies and to some degree a little bit with their werewolves but with vampires it's just not moved on it's just um, vampires are dicks let's get let's get this over vampires are knobheads they they grow fangs they've got pale skin and when they get bloodlust they hiss and their eyes turn black Every pretty much every film does that. I don't think they do that in Twilight, though. Actually, I don't think their eyes turn black, but they sparkle. Mm. Um, but I just don't see why they haven't moved it forward. If you look at, at the mythology, um, especially in Europe, Eastern Europe, especially to do with vampires over hundreds of years, it's far more rich than the mythology of any other of these sort of the typical monsters. You know, mm-hmm. mummies, werewolves, ghosts far more rich than others there's so many different variations of vampires from countries around the world and they're all utterly different and even just taking one of these things excuse me from one of these cultures and injecting it into the sort of the Hollywood vampire would just give it a completely different spin on the entire myth of vampires but no one no one is doing it because no one wants that they want good looking vampires that I people watched, can have a pair of that oh god what was it it was an Ethan Hawke film vampire film oh, is that, oh uh, yeah where the vamp- vampires pretty much rule the earth at this yeah, point but they're running and, out of blood yes, yes. So, and I thought that was a good take on it it was just like normal spin. society yeah. I've heard Everybody it wasn't a particularly was good film but a good idea good idea yeah, yeah. and um, we're terrible I can't even remember the name of it Jesus H I don't know but yeah like you say good idea mm. just not not that mm. great and that's but you have to give them kudos for trying to go somewhere somewhere new with it yeah so. Well, what else do we have for Well, the, the other thing that I mention here, because uh, yet again, I've mentioned a few films that uh, I've only put on the list because I didn't even know they either A existed or B had been released. This one is um, Night of the Living Dead Resurrection. Now, when is I this, this an title, official one that goes in line with the uh, rest of them? No. Or? From what I can gather, no. I looked this up, and first impression when I read the title was 
I thought it was going to be the original with maybe something done to it. I don't know, because they released a 3D version of it. They released a 30th anniversary edition of it in the 90s that had new footage in it, and it was fucking horrible. Really fucking horrible. The problem you got with Night of the Living Dead is it's a public domain film, so no one technically owns it. Okay. And George Romero and his producer fucked up when they made the film and they didn't register it properly or something, so it's public domain, so no right. one owns it. That's why you see so many copies. You can go on like Poundland and get it for like a quid on DVD. It's just, or go online and watch it for free. You know, it's one of the greatest horror films ever made, one of the most influential horror films ever made, and no one owns it. But anyway, the, I figured it might have been some sort of like New Deal, some new scenes or something like that, or a remake. It seems to be. Sort of, a, sort of a remake, but not. And it's set now in Wales. Why not, eh? Why not? But I watched the trailer online, and it looks so cheap, so unbelievably cheap, and not very good. But so I, you won't be watching it. No, I'm going to hunt it down because I am a glutton for punishment. No, <laughs> I am. I am fascinated by by um, a lot of zombie films. Uh, there hasn't been a very good one in in years and years and years. But I'm fascinated by them. Always have been. It's, it's a nostalgic thing from being a kid and watching the original Dead trilogy with friends on on VHS. Um, so I will probably check it out because I have a friend in York who I often go to visit, and we have a film night um, where we basically watch a few films, drink some beers, and the films always well they're always shit. We we watch like really shit ones, B movies, things like that because we can have a good giggle at them. So this will probably go on the list. Okay, I will report back in the future what it's like, but I'm not expecting a lot from it. Fair enough. And you know, I mean, one of the main things that put me off with it is the fact that it's called Night of the Lived Dead Resurrection, possibly one of the most overused subtitle names for a film ever. Resurrection, Resurrection or Returns or. Yeah. Very over you. Resurrection. I mean, what? Eh? Resurrection? Is uh, overused. Let's it's move a bit on. Vague as well. Yeah, it's very vague. Okay, we're nearly done. December. We're nearly done. Yeah. Again, another poor, another poor month for me. Um, I do want to see The Hobbit: An Unexpected Journey. I'm going to see um, it next week. Good. I mean, because I'll, I'll take, I'll take your. Uh, I'll take your review mm. as a um, as good advice, but I really like Martin Freeman. I think mm. it's really good casting. Yeah, it's good work casting. well as Bilbo. Yeah, um, good to see. Um, fucking what's his face? Ah! What character? <laughs> Gollum. Gollum. Alan, Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it as well. I am. I am in a bit of a predicament with it at the moment because um, you know there's been this hoo-ha with them they shot it in 48 frames a second yeah. so it's twice the frames per second and people are saying it's got a really weird look to it and looks a bit like it was made for TV movie and all this sort of thing um, I want to see it in 48 frames a second because I want to see what it looks like but I also want to see it in proper IMAX 3D like it was filmed it was filmed in proper very good 3D so I want to see it 48 frames a second in 3D problem is the IMAX in Bradford isn't showing it in 48 frames, apparently. It's showing it in 24 frames in 3D. The only the closest place I can go to see it in 48 frames is Leeds. But the, but they're not obviously not showing it in IMAX because it's not an IMAX cinema. Yeah. So I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, Will. <laughs> well, I mean, I won't be seeing it in yeah. 3D anyway because I'm a little bit of a stick in the mm. mud when it comes to 3D. I'm so surprised I'm so surprised the IMAX isn't showing it in 40-year frames it'll have something to do with it won't technically be able to show it in 40-year frames but I'm really surprised that it's not showing mm. it in 40-year frames in a second it's well let, let me know what you, when you do because you probably will see it before me yes so, I will so yes. let me let, let, let me. Know I'm not sure as well if the what which, whichever cinema I go to I'm not sure any of the ones near us are showing the nine minutes first nine minutes of uh, Star Trek before it as well right okay I'll have to check that out but if they do I'll watch the first nine minutes of Star Trek and then not tell you anything about it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't—they don't need to sell it to me. That's no, the thing. We've talked about this so, earlier. I'm so there. Yeah, anyway, so there. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else are we having? I've seen—I've seen the poster for Seven Psychopaths on the side of buses. I really know nothing about it. Nothing about have it. You've seen uh, In Bruges. Yes. Same director. All right. Okay. Okay. Expect so Colin Farrell in it again. Yes. Like expect it. a similar sort of feel to. Okay. So to like dark humour. Yeah. I yeah. loved In Bruges. My film of the year when that came out, absolutely loved it. Um, want to watch um, the director? Oh, I can't remember his name. What's his name again? Uh, Martin McDonough. Yes. Um, yeah. From what I've, from what I remember, he made a short film, and I think it won the Oscar for best short film. And the money he got from that, he made in Bruges with. All oh, right. Okay. Um, 
yeah, loved in Bruges. Really looking forward to Seven Psychopath. The cast looks awesome. Yeah, well, I really like Sam Rockwell. Sam as well. Rockwell, He's yeah, fucking brilliant. Uh, Colin Farrell, Woody Harrelson, Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken, Tom Waits is in it, which is fucking bizarre. Random. Well, he's acted a lot. Tom Waits, a surprising amount actually. He was in The Postman, wasn't he, with Kevin Costner? I don't know, was he? I'm oh, sure God. he was. Sure. He was also he played, you know, uh, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. Yeah, he played uh, Redfield. Oh right, okay, yes, That's Tom yeah, Waits, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Down by Law, he was uh, Jim Jarmusch film. He was in that. Um, he's been, he's acted in a lot of stuff. Tom Waits, and he is really the the Imaginarium of Doctor Panussis. Mm-hmm. If you've seen that, yeah, I have. Yes, he was obviously the he was Nick in that, wasn't he? He was essentially the devil. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. with his little pencil tash. Yeah, well, um, yes, I'm looking forward to Seven Psychopaths. Yeah, I'll give it a look. Um, I don't know what to expect, and I like that. Yes, yes, and it, it seems like it's something a bit different as well it seems mm. it, from what I can gather from what I've seen from the trailers it looks a bit like a bit of a road movie as well it seems to be a lot of scenes in cars or in the middle of deserts or travelling and All right, okay. so I don't know we'll see but uh, that, um, I've had that recommended to me the reviews have been pretty good so we'll, I'll give that a go I'm in I'm in um, and what else is getting released this month well we've got uh, Gremlins being re-released because it's Christmas I like Gremlins who Again, doesn't it's, uh, you've, you've got a question the lead dude's uh, mental capacities <laughs> when the only thing is that the old dude says is don't feed him after midnight don't get him wet yeah I don't think that's that hard he does both yeah although he does get duped well actually no he doesn't get him wet if you remember correctly he's shown Corey Feldman Gizmo and Corey Feldman knocks the paint water over because Billy's been ah, painting right. the water and the water goes on him so Corey Feldman gets him wet and then the only reason he feeds him after midnight is because the little the little evil um, Mogwais change the them. They pull the plug off yeah, the clock, right, don't they? Yeah. And he, and he, it, so, but yeah, he does. Still, Billy, Billy, you should really. Billy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great film, though. Yeah. I would have very much have liked seeing it at the cinema. Um, I don't think there's anywhere near us showing it. I must look. Yeah. Yeah. I must look and maybe, find maybe it. Maybe the Hyde Park Cinema House might. In maybe. Movies. Maybe. Uh, who knows? Yeah. You know, they like to show old films. Well, the the only other film that's been released this month, which I'm interested in, is uh, Ang Lee's Life of Pi. Is it something to do with the tiger? There's a tiger in it, yes. Yeah. Um, don't know a lot about it. Saw the trailer before Skyfall, and visually, it looks absolutely stunning. Like, unbelievably it's a, beautiful. Is it based on real it's life It's based story on a book, I think. Book? Yes. Right. Um, really, very interested in that, because Ang Lee, for me, he's a uh, good director, Ang Lee. I enjoy, mm-hmm. very much enjoy his stuff, apart from Hulk, because that was a bit of a letdown. Hulk. Uh, you see, I, I didn't mind the Hulk that much, actually. I, I actually quite, 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 quite enjoyed it. He recently it. said in an interview that he totally got it wrong. Yeah. yeah, with the Hulk, he's like, yeah, I got it wrong. I yeah. don't know. I, I quite like some of the shots where where they had like the 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 comic book layout. Did you? Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I but then again, I've me, never yeah. been a massive comic book yeah, yeah. reader, so I thought, oh, that's, that's for a comic a nice book reader touch. like myself. Well, I used to be a comic book reader. It was a bit too much of that. Right, it's a bit okay. too like this is based on a comic book. Look, comic. That's why it. it it appeals yeah. to the moronic layperson like like myself. <laughs> the people are like Jack and Jill. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So to summarise, we'll find Al Pacino's YouTube. <laughs> end of it, you tell me that's not funny. I will have a look after this. Yeah, bollocks after this. you will. Okay. Um, so just before we uh, summarise and talk about what our best and worst films of the year were, yeah. we're just looking forward to the next year. Well, hang about sh- should I say because I didn't actually say my standout film for the year well that's what we're going to do in a bit yeah, yeah oh we'll, we'll do that right films. at the end oh we'll do that right at the end oh, okay we'll do that right at the end next year I've got a few written down here I'm just going to get my little piece of paper in front of me so I can read it correctly there we go um, now what I'm looking forward to next year most of these are towards the beginning of the year uh, not a fan of musicals but Lim is I would want to call it by short title. Well, it's a classic, isn't it? So the cast looks phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hugh Jackman is always uh, shooing when it comes to musicals because a lot of people don't know it's his background. Yeah. That's where he came from. Um, Anne Hathaway, I heard her vocal performances in that really, really good. She's went all balls out on it, and um, her character has her hair shaved off in it. All right. And she did it completely off, completely in the film. You know. So, uh, looking forward to that. That looks stunning. Like, visually, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I reckon that's going to be... Um, uh, 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 it's it's going to be an Oscar film, isn't it? Sure, totally, yeah, sure. totally. Um, then we've got uh, Tarantino's Django Unchained. Right, okay. You, you, you were talking to the band Yeah, earlier, so it's, it's based on... If I remember correctly, it's, I think it's an Italian 60s and 70s film series about a character called Django, who is... Uh, He's a, a it's a western, and he's a slave who's a sort of a gunslinger. From what I can gather, haven't seen any of them. Not really interested. It's 
sort of schlocky B sort of B movie sort of drive-in cinema sort of stuff that Tarantino seems fond of at the moment. But I lost interest in Tarantino with um, with Kill Bill. To be honest, I just I'm just sick of him copying. Fan. I'm just sick of him copying other directors' films and just like copying certain shots and saying it's a homage. It's a. He was interesting early on. His earlier films for me just were just they felt unique, mm. and now they don't. Um, and I was quite hopeful for Django Unchained because I saw Glorious Bastards and really enjoyed uh, Christoph Waltz and he's in this as one of the main characters along with Jamie Foxx and I am um, uh, I didn't like Inglorious Bastards but I loved his performance in it and so I thought I checked out the trailer for this when it came out and he's done that thing which Tarantino does which really pisses me off it's a moody trailer starts off looks awesome looks like a really good western and then he puts like 70s music over it Mm. Ah, just it's just it's not ticking any boxes for me now. It's just I, I was hopeful, but it looks like he's going to go the way he's gone with his last few. Maybe wait for it to come on DVD. Save yourself a few. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Right, we'll quickly go over the other couple. Lincoln, that's going to win some Oscars, isn't it? Yeah, again, it's film about about Lincoln. So, yeah, biopic with uh, Daniel Day Lewis, and has he ever been in any uh, done a bad performance? No. No. Not that I can no. think of, no. Because even in films I didn't like that much, like Gangs of New York, I yeah. thought he was the best thing in that. Awesome. He's just he's awesome in everything. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting. I saw the trailer for that and was quite interested to see that they actually nailed... He looks good as well. He does. He looks awesome and he's nailed what the voice is like because everyone always thinks, Abraham Lincoln with a voice like this. And I think it's Bill and Ted that have done that. You know the first <laughs> one? Party on! Yeah, dudes. yeah, yeah. Um, and there is loads of documentation about how Lincoln spoke and apparently he had a very high voice right okay and Daniel DeLuce has, has done that in the film okay, cool. so I look forward to that well, I look forward to that as well that'll get Oscars yeah. regardless won't it uh, and then another sort of um, factual film Hitchcock apparently about uh, set over the period when Hitchcock was making the birds okay Anthony Hopkins playing Anthony uh, Hopkins. Hitchcock fucking legend see how legend. that goes I'm quite looking forward to that as well yeah. I liked Hitchcock um, interesting character made a, a lot of awesome films can't say cool. much more yeah. about that uh, and the last f- couple uh, Wreck-It Ralph yeah really looking forward to Wreck-It Ralph I, I saw the trailer a friend of mine out in America at the moment we haven't to wait until next year for it uh, which it will it'll make it suffer because of piracy same thing happened to the Muppets movie as well the Muppets movie was the newest Muppets film did well in the UK but it did suffer badly from piracy because we had to wait like two three months after the just, Americans just release them all at the same time motherfuckers yeah well you know money 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 but Wreck-It Ralph looks fantastic if you haven't if you like video games and you like uh, computer animated films um, check out the trailer because it just looks brilliant I mean just to, just to give you an idea there's a scene in a sort of a self-help sort of group isn't it but and it's all of the villains villain characters yeah. like Zang- I don't want to be yeah, a villain K- Kano Zangief the ghosts yeah. from Pac-Man the zombies from House of the Dead yeah. uh, Bowser from Super Mario mm-hmm. all sat around all having it in it just brilliant yeah. so I'm really looking forward to that and finally Star Trek Into Darkness sold yeah second I'm there the trailer came out uh, last week, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. The trailer for this. Um, teaser trailer, in fact. And yeah, looks great. Yeah. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is in it, and he's on, on definitely on the rise uh, as far as um, major films go. I mean, yeah. we've already mentioned he was in War Horse this year. Yes. He's in Star Trek Next Year. He's also playing Smog the Dragon in The Hobbit, and apparently he's also playing the Necromancer in The Hobbit. The Necromancer then goes on to be um, Sauron. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so, you know. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. So you're looking forward to Star Trek? Yes. Yes, I am. Ooh. Well. I am. It's just, yeah. I'm, I'm a big Trekkie, so. Uh, uh, Trekkie, you like the new one as well? Yeah. Um, I have no problem. I mean, I like Star Trek, but mm. I don't eat, breathe. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> you know. Some people do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. And, yeah. you know, that's their prerogative. They can. And if they want to get panties in a twist over the new one, then that's fine. That's you the joy, know, of, you joy of film. You can't please everyone, can you? No. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, just to finish up, uh, what was your best film of the year, Will? Uh, my best film coming back to your found footage um, yeah. came out in February so we didn't mention it on the oh, last show uh, but Chronicle really enjoyed still haven't Chronicle. seen it head it's brilliant um, yeah I really really liked it um, yeah it's just really well placed and just really well considered like mm. the idea of three young lads find this ship mm. suddenly realise that fuck we can we've got these powers yeah. and it's how it's how it's each how of them deal deals with, with it. It. yeah it, I am definitely check out. I've had it. I've had it mentioned to me. I was very um, surprised to see it was written by uh, John Landis's son. You know, oh right, okay, director yeah. John yeah, Landis. Yeah. It was by his son. Right. Wow, yeah. So that's quite interesting. Um, and 
what be your worst film of the year then will you see it's a toss up between Iron Sky or John Carter you've got to pick one uh, Iron Sky Iron Sky Iron Sky worst one of the year uh, well see may- maybe I should go for John Carter just because of the amount of money they threw at it actually no well, let's go for John Carter because it's right. just a reckless waste of funds okay we'll go for John Carter well for me my best film of the year was uh, was Brave I really enjoyed Brave I tend to watch a lot of sort of um, foreign cinema as well and this year I just haven't watched any foreign cinema releases which is I am very ashamed of but I've just been too busy really mm. Um so yeah for me Brave I mean it seems like an obvious one it was a big film and everything but it, I really enjoyed it it, it cool. did it for me I'll check it out yeah man and the worst film Cabin in the Woods as I mentioned in the last episode fucking hated it it can suck my balls what a waste of time fair enough didn't like it fair enough I've watched the last 40 minutes I, I didn't get a yearning to go back and watch the yeah. the rest of it so don't bother yeah you'll want to claw your own eyes out fair enough well okay we finally got through the entire year yeah Um thank you for joining me again Will no worries man no and worries. Uh, next episode are you joining me again I will I yes. will do and um, it's a Christmas special jingle bells jingle bells <laughs> it'll be good it'll be good or maybe it won't I don't know if you're going to sing it won't be <laughs> anyway thank you for joining us everyone and we will see you next time